Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. You can find out about this and all of our author events at www.skylightbooks.com. At our website, you can also browse our inventory as well as order books online. And don't be afraid to follow us on Twitter or even be our friend at facebook.com. If you'd like to talk to a real person, we can be reached at 323-660-1175. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Okay. Our guest tonight studied law as a youth, and upon graduating from Dartmouth, he decided to go into comedy. Wise move. He became an early member of the UCB Theater in Chicago, and then somehow, which I just found out, and maybe he'll tell you guys, uh, ended up in the UK uh, with a couple of partners in a group called the Mighty Boosh, which you may or may not know. Uh, he also uh, is a co-creator with Matt Berry of the Very Funny Snuffbox series, which hopefully will be out in the U.S. or be made in the U.S. for Americans. That's exclusive. Um, but now he's written a book. Is there anything that can stop him? Let's find out. Ladies and gentlemen, Rich Volker. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> wow, look at all these people. This is great. Normally, like, sometimes at these signing, there's, like, one guy in the corner yelling, Put your knife! Put your knife! <laughs> one time I did this uh, signing in Leeds, and um, they didn't even have me speaking. They go no, you're just supposed to be by the door. And I was literally, as people walked in the door, I would go, hey, hey, it's me. <laughs> and I had to convince them to buy the book, like, and do a puppet show. So hi, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Did anybody have to travel? Really? Where? Uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, <laughs> California. Yes. Tucson, you did not. You know, I was, um, my dad was stationed in Tucson, Arizona. Davis Monthan. <laughs> I'm losing you already. I've lost you. I've lost them. Bring back the other guy. Where did you go? Where, where did you come from? No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Back there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that, that funny joke is already gone. You missed out on that one. Um, that's true. Okay. <laughs> um, so, listen, I am contractually obligated to speak in German for the next two hours. Now, uh, how about that World Cup, huh? Yeah. Yay. Hi, I know you guys. It's like a big reunion. So um, basically, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes about how this book was written with my arthritic hand. Uh, I'm going to read to you some of the book. Is this going straight to YouTube? I hope so. <laughs> Um, and then um, I'm going to open it up to some questions and answers. I'm, uh, hopefully I'll get one. 
at least one. And then uh, I'll sign some books and, um, you know, paraphernalia, whatever you have. And then that, that'll be it. We'll all go home and we'll all be really happy. Really, really happy. Um, so this book I wrote is called Tiny Acts of Rebellion. And um, it, I published it in the UK because uh, I guess I'm better known in the UK because of the mighty Bush. And then out here, I don't have a publisher. I have a distributor. So that's not good, is it? <laughs> No, so I've been going around and doing these signings, making people aware of the book, and a lot of people say to, to me, Rich, uh, <laughs> um, why, uh, why did you write this book? I mean, of all the books you had in your noggin, why did you write this one? But we, basically, after the Bush book, I contributed to that. I did. I wrote some stuff for that. I swear it! I did! Um, I, I uh, decided, hey, I like this writing thing. And so I thought, um, I went to a publisher and they go, um, what would what would you like to write about? And I was thinking, what have I done like most of my life? And um, the main thing that kept coming up is I um, I fuck with people. <laughs> so that's basically what I was thinking of. And but I didn't want it to be like pranks or anything. It's not like uh, you know lighting a turd on fire and ringing the doorbell. Anybody can do that. But these are almost little things that you do, sometimes even to yourself. Not Other people don't even know about it. And you just feel kind of good about yourself. Because as I write in the book, we need to do little acts of rebellion uh, often. Uh, because we can't do the big things all the time. We can't uh, topple governments. But we can, you know, flick somebody off underneath the table <laughs> while they're not looking. And if you do these things, if you do them um, enough, it keeps you from going insane, like that Michael Douglas character and falling down, right? <laughs> if you haven't seen that, uh, wa watch it. <laughs> I'm Todd Bridges, by the way. <laughs> so, um, there's no place to stand that up, that's why. Um, so basically, <laughs> that was my kidney. <laughs> um, pardon me, by the way, I haven't shaved because I got off the plane yesterday. I could have shaved between, it's not a good excuse, is it? <laughs> Sorry, about three weeks ago, I, um, so basically, uh, you know, like we've all done little acts of rebellion. It's always good when I open it up. Sometimes people have all these little things they do. Because, like, it's true. Like, when you're little, like, you start putting stuff in your mom's cart. And um, then she sees it and goes, what the hell are these giant inflatable cookies doing here? And um, the, the only thing is I kept doing it well into adulthood. And... Um, I mean, I, I have this thing, and like one of the few things that I can do that um, other people usually can't is um, 
I, I can talk underwater voice. So sometimes when I'm in a hotel, I'll call uh, down to the front desk and I'll say, um, listen, my toilet is overflowing. There's a bit of a problem. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I do that one a lot. <laughs> I mean, the, you look through the book, I mean, the book is designed to be very participatory because there are 97 of these, and I don't expect you to do all of them, but I wish you would try, because there's a checkbox that says, at the bottom that says, I did it, or I'm lame. <laughs> and... Um, it has at the top, it has uh, um, fingers for a degree of difficulty. So one finger is very easy. Two, of course, this is the, you know, European way. Uh, and then all the way up to four means, really, don't try the fours right away. <laughs> the four is something like, uh, this, this is very apt to say, um, say it's the World Cup, right? Uh, the finals, and it's a, there's there's like penalty kicks, like a really tense sporting moment. All right, so what you do is you get one of these uh, universal remotes, and you can switch off uh, other TVs with it. So go into a bar where a bunch of people are watching it, and right when they're about to make the the penalty kick, switch it off. And you've got to run the fuck out of the bar right away because you're going to get killed. <laughs> that is kind of a prank, isn't it? But anyway, that's a little act of rebellion against people getting too fervent about sports. <laughs> Although they won't see it that way. <laughs> so let me read to you some of these. Um, some of these are very simple, like... Um, you know, I t tour a lot sometimes, and you're in hotels, so naturally there are these do not disturb signs, and some of them are really cute. Like, if the door is knocking, don't come a rockin' or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know how hotels are getting more and more cute. Like, here's the damage instead of the bill. It's cr crazy. So I d what I decided was I cut out these little uh, do not disturb signs and you make your own, right? So um, uh, here's a tiny act we can all do to strike back. Make your own do not disturb signs. Now this will require some arts and crafts skills. Simply cut out the hole to doorknob specification and write any message you want. The more random the sign, the better. Some of my favorite signs are, and some of these are, are good because um, the, the cleaning people won't know what they are or anybody. Um, some of my favorite signs are, my asshole is burning, I hate cupcakes, my cat is taking some fun poops, long live Stalin. That's one of my favorite. I am an insane nurse. Uh, and this always gets them. Do not clean up blood. <laughs> and then um, there's um, 
some illustrations. By the way, the guy who illustrates this book um, is called Mr. Bingo. He's really great. And um, Dave Brown, the guy who plays Balo and the Mighty Boosh, did the graphic designs. He's actually a graphic designer and uh, um, a janitor. <laughs> yeah, um, and th so the two uh, photos here are illustrations. I am at your house now shaving your dog. <laughs> and of course, this is one that I use quite a bit. I hate whites. <laughs> so often very confusing to people. So, And that's two, that's a degree of difficulty too. Uh, there's some others I, met, I write about. Um, you really have to buy the book yourself, but uh, you know, like putting things in your bag th and go across that you shouldn't go across, like passport, but not really bad, like maybe just some cheese or something. <laughs> if you go into New Zealand, they hate cheese. <laughs> um, this is another thing is if you're driving to have some signs prepared. Not like, you know, a lot of people cut each other off and they go, you asshole. No, nothing like that. <laughs> Somebody cuts you off and you write a sign, something like, why don't we talk anymore? <laughs> uh, my other car has a hotel room. <laughs> My car has a crush on you. <laughs> this car will fly in 10 minutes. <laughs> nice car. If you're a Nazi. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> um, there's an, uh, this book also was written in the UK. So there are some UK-isms. So please bear that in mind. But it's... I, I'm sure you can get get over that, you know, when they add the U's and stuff. But um, there was a thing in um, Ryanair over um, there, it mostly flies to Ireland, and they're actually thinking about charging you to go to the bathroom on the plane. So I, um, I have a, a tiny act where... It's four steps. One, before the flight, pee into a container which you have brought on board. For example, a small shampoo container. <laughs> Two, take a sealed plastic bag, the kind we are now required to use when transporting small liquids. Simple enough. Three, while on the flight, pour your urine, which is hopefully full of impurities or additives like blood or silver. <laughs> into the bag. And four, before you deplane, uh, leave the bag of urine in the seat pouch in front of you. If enough of us do this, it will send a message that urination is not to be shat on. It is a divine right, like breathing or eating pretzels. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, oh, you don't need to clap. Uh, I just got a little riled up. Um, there's some about playing with your food. Um, this this one's good. Is uh, you go into a greeting card shop and maybe replace some of the greeting cards with your own. Uh, yes. <laughs> Think of something you might like to receive. Um, here are some examples. Um, 
Happy birthday, dipshit. <laughs> um, write a message on your card. Think of something. Okay. Uh, another year, honky. <laughs> You're sick. Can I have your shit if you croak? I'm sleeping with your ex, but we're breaking up soon, so get over it. <laughs> and this is one of my favorite, and I think it should be more of a standard card. It says, happy first shit, son. Because, <laughs> you know, that's a big deal, isn't it? <laughs> we know where the toilet humor is. It's over on this side. And then there's always the one that, like, you know, I used to do this when I was in college, is like, you never know if the teacher's reading the, the, your paper or not. So you throw in the middle of a sentence a little fuck in the middle of it, just to see if they're actually reading it. Or something, you know, like, I'm Zartron the enabler. It's like it's on Russian history. It's like Stalin and the fifth and the fifth estate, Zartron the enabler, was the, yeah. you get the nub of that gist. Um finally I'll I'll read one more and um this is one of my favorites. Um it's just basically uh clapping, being the last one to clap. So basically, you um, there's there's two of these though. There's the end clap technique, where you're the last one, um, at least five seconds after everyone's clapped. <laughs> is good. It doesn't matter what the event may be: the symphony, a poetry reading, a Green Day concert, a cockfight. <laughs> Um, it puts people on edge to hear applause after they've stopped clapping. It leads them to think they've missed something. There, here's two others, actually. Other claps to practice and employ. The pop clap, okay? The pop clap is much more ballsy than the end clap because it comes at an inappropriate time during the show or speech. It is short, loud, and staccato-like. Best used during sensitive, otherwise quiet moments, like during a eulogy or at any time during the vagina monologues. <laughs> so somebody's just, and all of a sudden it's like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and then, of course, there's the slow clap, which we all know about. This is typically used during a dramatic movie moment, like the end of Brubaker. Yeah. That is a series of pop claps. The machine gun claps. I guess. Um, <laughs> or Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, However, the slow clap is best used after ordinary moments of banality, like you've just brushed your teeth. <laughs> slow clap. You've just picked up test results that show your yeast infection is clearing up. Slow clap. You've just had your parking validated. Slow clap. Or immediately following orgasm. And this also works if you're having sex with someone. Get it? <laughs> oh, um, 
the, the, the last one, I actually had another one called the seal clap. When combined with boisterous grunts, this is intended to sound like a seal or a psycho or a psychotic seal. And then I have a asterisk and at the bottom it says, not to be confused with the singer seal. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, uh, that's just a little, uh, you know, glimpse of the book. I hope you read it. It's great on the toilet. Uh, anywhere. Give it to a friend, an enemy. But um, seriously, um, that's the book. And now I will open it up to anybody who has a question, a comment, maybe a social observation. Maybe you have your own tiny act of rebellion you'd like to tell. Yes, ma'am. Well, yes. Actually, that's a good one. I've tried out most all of these. However, there is one where it's very um, tongue-in-cheek. It's act number 76. Is elope. <laughs> and that's like, that's got nine, nine fingers. <laughs> it says, find someone totally repugnant to your family. <laughs> and run away and get married. Okay, so this is not a tiny act, but if you do it, it's worth about eight fingers. So, yeah. So I've done all of them except for that one. Yeah. And any other lighthearted questions? <laughs> really? Come on. Surely the Tucson woman. Yes, you. No. Um, no, that's a good question. Has anybody seen Snuffbox? Really? Wow, thanks. No, we're really trying to do... I just talked to the, the producers of it in the UK, and we want to release the DVD, but it has to be off the back of something. Um, <laughs> like an elephant. No, um, no, it has to be off the back of something like, if, say, they aired it on a, on a show... Uh, I mean, on a station like Comedy Central or something. Or we've been talking about redoing it, like the same scripts, but in America. But, you know, everybody's so anal about... You know, they are about... Anything that's British, they think that no one's going to get it. Like, you know, no one's going to get that hanging in the UK is the same thing <laughs> as hanging here. But uh, hopefully that'll come out soon. I don't. I would say, you know, call this number, but there is no number to call. You could, you could, you could write to Comedy Central and say, "Where's Snuffbox?" Okay, <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox. Yes. What's the most trouble you've gotten into as a result of one of these tiny? Acts? Oh God. <laughs> um, well, actually, just filming them, I've just been kicked out. I've been to, we were in a store once, and um, I, I usually like to do this one where you say you buy something in a store and you walk away for a few seconds, like, thank you very much, and you know, you've got condoms or whatever. <laughs> you go, oh, oh, by the way, I just farted. <laughs> and they didn't think that was very funny, and then they said, get out. But nothing, I wish I could say there was something really crazy that happened. I've got to make something up. 
Thank you. What about you? Have you ever gotten in trouble for that? Um, no. I've been arrested for hopping the subway. <laughs> oh, a real rebel. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and sometimes like in Europe where it's like they they don't, you know, you just hop on and they expect you to have paid. I, I've done that. I killed a man. No, no. Um, yes. Oh, you were just playing with your hair. Okay. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, anybody else? Because with ninety-two. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Ninety-two isn't as funny as ninety-seven. No, it was just one of those things. Like you can't say a hundred. Everybody says a hundred, and then you can't do ninety-nine. That's like the ninety-nine cent store, and then ninety-eight is a reflection on ninety-nine. So, 97. That's why I asked you. Oh, okay. You really fed me for that comedy gold. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes, you had a question. What's up with the boosh? What's up with the boosh? Yeah. Um, well, we did a... I don't know if you saw us last uh, summer because the DVD went out and we had sort of a mini publicity tour and everybody was really excited about the boosh, including the boosh being in the U.S. Because um, I've told them, you've got to come to the U.S. And, you know, they knew that. But... Um, <laughs> but um, what happened was um, we were going to plan another tour, like colleges and do things like that really quickly. And it was almost on the books. It was almost like ready to go. To, you know, Duluth, Des Moines, <laughs> Bakersfield, <laughs> that town with the big thermometer. We were, we were going to do all of those towns. And then... Um, they, um, uh, Julian and Noel uh, decided that, th you know, they have all of these things they have to do, so they thought, we might as well get the other things done first, the CD, they're doing a CD, and uh, I was just um, taping some stuff with them, um, uh, that was it. Um, no, so the CD's going to come out, and they're writing a film which um, should be written in 2014. No, no, it'll be written soon. So, in other words, like, there's so many things to do that you almost have to approach it uh, one at a time. Um, I guess that's life, isn't it? I'm just describing life to you. <laughs> but there, you, what's going to happen is you'll see a bunch of boost stuff coming out at once, probably. And there'll be nothing, nothing, nothing. Boosh! I'm sick of it! Nothing, nothing, nothing. Boosh! Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's basically what's going on. Yes? Yes, that's, you know, I get that a lot when I do that, especially. And some guy actually goes, you, if they ever do a Benny Hill story, you ought to star in it. And um, I, I, I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, I never get anything else, like Richard Burton or anything. 
I just get Benny Hill, um, where I'm patting an old guy on the head. But thank you, yes, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, anything else? And uh, uh, yeah, I'll take you. And then after that, we'll just sign some stuff if you want. I'll sign someone's forehead. Maybe a member of the Manson family. No, okay. Uh, Oh, thanks. Did you see the show? Oh, no, Eleanor, that's another thing is when the tour got um, sort of canceled, uh, I've been doing the show, uh, did the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and then I, I, last month I did some shows at the Silent Movie Theater. And, yeah, no, I want to I wanna start touring it maybe if, yeah. You think? Okay. <laughs> Eleanor is basically a, a whore, <laughs> but she was in the, one of the episodes of The Boosh, and um, she uh, prides herself on being the world's greatest groupie. And uh, if anybody's up in Edinburgh, Scotland, in August, come see. It's uh, the last 10 days, so thank you, yeah. Um, I guess that's it. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming again, and uh, I'll sign some stuff. Da -da -da -da. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget that you can check out this and all of our great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Today's music was provided by Ashling and Arlo. You can check them out at MySpace or Facebook or at the iTunes Music Store. Thank you for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.